If you just give me your undivided attention just for a few moments, I have something to tell you. It's not uncommon for children and teenagers to have role models. The list of models will vary upon the person that you ask. Some kids may look at a pro athlete. Others may look at movie stars or singers. Adults can look up to people who have climbed the ladder of success. Even in the church world, my friends, we all have role models, people who have helped us to grow in the faith, our spiritual mothers and fathers, people who have come alongside with us and helped us on this journey. I'm standing here today because somebody was a hero in my life. Somebody was a role model in my life. They took me in when I was 16 years old, invested in my life, believed in me, and gave me opportunity. I stand on the shoulders this morning of those people who believed in me. Sometimes I'm a little disheartened because I see church kids idolizing basketball players and football players, and there's certainly nothing wrong with being involved in those sports. But sometimes I'm a little disheartened because it seems as though this generation, our children puts more stock into a football player and a basketball player than rather than spiritual leaders or their parents. I'm a great, I love, I love to study history. I love to study church history. And one of the things that I have found is that the Catholic Church does a wonderful job in teaching their congregations the saints of the ages. They teach their children to honor the saints and to learn about the saints so that the saints can be an example to their life so that they can live a holy and devout life. I honor that. Of course, Jesus is our ultimate example, and there's nothing that could ever compare to Jesus. But there is certainly nothing wrong with celebrating and remembering how God's grace has sustained people throughout the centuries. We should remember that. Now, I've often wondered this morning, why don't we have any more heroes in the church I've thought about it, and maybe it's because the media reminds us that the next mega pastor has fallen from grace and has colored the opinions of people. Maybe it's because people have had church hurt and they've experienced deep wounded pain in church. Or maybe it's because we don't have heroes in the church because maybe we're not looking in the right place. Sometimes God's greatest gifts set right among us and we're unaware of it. Maybe instead of us listening to the media telling us how bad the church is and how we can't trust anyone of the cloth anymore, how they display the church as an evil, corrupt organization. Maybe we need to change our perspective this morning and realize that not every church is bad and not every pastor is bad and not every spiritual leader is that way. There are churches and there are leaders and there are pastors who really do love God, that really do walk in integrity that really do love people. They are praying people. Pastors who are faithful to their spouse. They're not perfect, but certainly they serve God with a great testimony. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 in the hall of faith, it said at the end of the chapter that those men and women lived a life of faith, a good testimony. And I'm convinced that 
we have people like that who sit among us. I think that maybe the reason we don't have heroes in Christianity is because maybe we don't celebrate those people often. Maybe it's because we focus so much on the negativity of the church. Sometimes we need to change our spiritual eyes and we need to look at the gifts that God has placed within us and in our midst. I think we need to celebrate people like that. We need to let the next generation know that we really do have spiritual leaders who are heroes. We need to let the next generation know that we do have spiritual leaders who have went before us, that has blazed the way, that's pioneered the path. They are good people. They are faithful people. They are men and women of integrity, and they can be trusted. And today, my friends, we have a couple just like that who is sitting in our midst. They are people of character. They are people of integrity. They love God. They love each other. And they love their family deeply. And the fruit of their ministry has touched thousands of people, not only in this region, but around the world. The last 50 years, this couple has pastored This couple has taught, they have mentored, they have trained people in the kingdom of God. And this wonderful couple today is a gift in this church. We don't need to look anywhere else. God has given us a gift, and it's Vernell and Pam Ingle. They are heroes of the faith. They are giants of the faith. They are role models of the faith. Children, remember I just called you forward. And I ask you, do you have a role model? I want to tell you about some heroes that sit over to my right. These are people who have pioneered. These are people who have walked in with character and integrity. And I am here today to celebrate them because we need more people like Brother and Sister Ingle. We need more heroes and giants of the faith like them. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says that what I am doing this morning pleases God. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 17, and I quote, the Bible says this, and I quote, let the elders, the word elder means pastor or overseer or spiritual leader. Let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor especially those who labor in word and doctrine. For the scripture says, ye shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the corn, for the labor is worthy of his wages. You see, Pam and Vernell Ingle, they are worthy of just not honor. They are worthy of double honor. You see, they, they are people that we can imitate. They are people that we can follow this morning. Oh, you remember what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1? Paul said this, imitate me as I imitate Christ. In other words, Paul wasn't bashful and shameful to declare that I want you to follow me as long as I follow Jesus. And my friends, I think that Pam and Vernell Engel are perfect examples of a pattern that we should follow. Remember what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 4 and 15? Paul said it like this, For though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers in Christ Jesus. 
I have begotten you the gospel. My friends, I've been in this thing a long time, and there are wonderful people in the church. We have many wonderful gifted people who can teach the word and preach the word, but there are very few fathers in the faith. And the Apostle Paul made it very clear. We may have 10,000 instructors, but there's very little fathers. And there's very little mothers. Because very few people grow to that level. And my friends, Vernell and Pam Engel, they're mothers and fathers in the faith. Why and how? Because a mother and a father in the faith, they invest themselves into the next generation. They live a selfless life. They preach and they teach, not according to Scripture, not for filthy lucre, but they do it because they want Christianity to be propelled to the next generation. And my friends, that is a mother and a father in the faith. And I want to publicly say this from the bottom of my heart. Pam and Vernell Engel could go to any church in the area. They've chosen to worship with us. And I'm honored and grateful that they would do that. And they are a gift to this church. And I want to be very careful how I handle that gift. And I want to honor them to the best of my ability. So by the authority that's been invested in me, they are now the mother and the father of Christ Point Church. Role models, giants in the faith, they serve as models which we can pattern our life. A role model is a person that we look to, a person that we can imitate, a person that we can follow their footsteps. You see, I'm convinced that a role model, if you're going to, if you're going to imitate a role model, I'm convinced that more is caught than taught. Because you can never remember everything Pastor Engel teaches. I mean, he is a very intelligent, smart man. Can't remember everything, but there are lots of things I could catch. I may not remember everything, but there are things I could catch. I can catch that he's a man of prayer. Sister Pam is a man, of, a woman of prayer. They're people of character, people of integrity. Even while they were away on their ministry trips, they've never stopped tithing, never stopped giving. If I'm in public, they introduce me as their pastor. You see, that's integrity. I've been in this thing a long time. I've had lots of former pastors attend this church. Some of the most hard people to pastor are former pastors. Very difficult to pastor former pastors because most of them don't come to church, but they want you to go to church if they pastor. They want you to give. But I can imitate Brother and Sister Engel because they're here every time the doors are open, even though they don't have the title pastor. They give. They're the first ones to support and the first ones because they know what it's like to be in the trenches. They're the first ones to call me to say, I appreciate the sermon because they know how meaningful it is when they pastor. These are people that live what they preach. These are people that I can imitate and follow. You see, I'm trying not to get emotional, but I remember one time, and I'm sorry, I don't, mean to cry, but I remember one time, it was about 16 years ago, I was pastoring in Kentucky. Brother and Sister Engel was pastoring in Kentucky as well at a church in the district. I was struggling so bad financially, I barely had money to eat. And this man and woman of God invited me to preach for a whole week and gave me an outstanding offering. And I remember going home, tears rolling down my cheek, because they invested in me. They sowed into me at a time in my life that I thought I, was, I couldn't do it anymore. 
I was trying to pastor a struggling church of 15 people who hated each other. Y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? Come on, the family, raise your hand. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. I thought, oh God, I'm going to die at this church. But I didn't because you know why? I stayed. And the fruit of my ministry is Sean Taylor sitting on the front row. He came from that church. I would never dishonor that church. I love that church. I stayed eight years because I pressed through the hard times. They loved me. It was just the situation reality that I was given at the time. But the fruit of my ministry, you can see if you remain faithful. What can we learn from Brother and Sister Engel? Well, I tell you one thing that you can learn is that here they are former pastors, but they're the first to go to class. They're the first to learn. They come to prayer meetings. If they're not ministering, they're here. That speaks volumes to me. They're very intelligent, very smart. I'm sure they already know everything I'm going to say. But they come because they know that's the right thing to do. This is their church. And if you go to this church, you support your church. They understand that concept. They've went to school. They spent many hours educating themselves, going to universities. They understand the value of education. You don't have to have a degree to serve the Lord, but ignorance can be very expensive. You don't have to have a degree, but you have to have a teachable spirit. And these men and women not only have applied their minds to education. They've applied their heart. They love one another. Just look how close they sit to one another. They love one another. Isn't that an example to follow? Pastor Ingle is known around the nation in the Pentecostal Church of God for his family and marriage seminars. Why? Because not only do they demonstrate it in their own marriage, not only do they demonstrate it in their own relationships, but they also live it out in front of their children. They love God. That's evident. And the last thing I want to say about this couple is the key to success in life is not how many ministry trips you take. It's not where you go preach. It's not how many people that can sign your books. The success of your ministry is in longevity. And my friends, we are celebrating 50 years because they made a commitment when they got married that they was in this thing to win it. And they were not going to give up, back down, shut up. They were going to go all the way until the Lord took them or the rapture, but they're not giving up. They're in it to win it. They, that's not in their vocabulary. The longevity of their ministry 50 years. Boy, that's not, take, that's not supposed to be taken lightly. 50 years of preaching, teaching. I think one time, Pastor Inga was in a singing quartet. So let's just add that to the list. But for 50 years, they've given to the Pentecostal Church of God. Now, Fernell and Pam, I... I wish that we had more preachers and teachers like you all. Because it seems like every day I hear of another pastor quitting, another one resigning, moral failure. It almost gets disheartening. But I'm encouraged today because we got some heroes and role models sitting on the second row to my right and that's an example and a pattern to all of us that if you make up your mind to serve the Lord, he will be with you every step of the way. And my friends, their ministry is not over. This is just the beginning of phase number two. Amen.
Amen. And I want this church to stand across the building, and I want you to honor Sister Pam, Brother Vernell, and I want you to let them know how much you love them and appreciate them very much. And I want you to come to the stage. Miss Tiffany, would you? Would you remain standing? Tiffany and I would like to present you with a plaque in your honor of 50 years of ministry for the Pentecostal Church of God. We want you to hang that proudly, and we want you to know that your church loves you so very, very much. Would you turn around and let them see your plaque? Pastor Brandon. Pastor Sean, if you can get two chairs and set it right there in the middle, please. I know they don't like they don't like this, but I got the microphone, so just just set it right there in the middle. Just put it right there. I want you two to sit right there. Yeah, scoot it back a little bit. I don't want their neck to be. Would you pay attention to the screens, please? This morning, we celebrate the ministry of Vernell and Pam Ingle. They have served the Pentecostal Church of God for 50 years through their pastoring, preaching, teaching, discipling, and mentoring. Their influence is certainly profound. We want to take this part of the service to show our love, gratitude, and appreciation to this lovely couple. So how did it all begin? In 1964, Vernell received the call to preach and began preaching at 15 years old. He also sang with three singing groups and recorded three albums. Vernell and Pam were high school sweethearts and married in 1969 while attending Pentecostal Bible College in Livermore, California. In 1971, they graduated, Vernell with his B.A. in Pastoral Theology, and Pam with her A.A. in Christian Education. After graduation, they went on to evangelize and pastor their first church in 1971 in Shady Cove, Oregon. They also pastored churches in California and Kentucky for a total of 11 years. Vernell began his teaching ministry at Pentecostal Bible College in 1974 in Livermore, California, and later taught at Messenger Bible College when it was located in Joplin, Missouri and in Bedford, Texas. Vernell served as faculty as well as various vice presidential positions for 22 years, but his love was always for the classroom. Pam also served in various ministries at Messenger College, librarian, registrar, and adjunct faculty. Vernell received an MA from California Graduate School of Theology and an MDiv from the Assemblies of God Theological Seminary. Pam received a B.S. in elementary education from Missouri Southern State College and an M.S. from Southwest Missouri State University. Vernell and Pam served the Pentecostal Church of God as District PYPA Presidents of Northern California and in the National Office as General PYPA President. Under his leadership in the National Office, the National Teen Talent Expo was established. Pam also served for many years as a Bible quiz coach and later as the National Bible Quiz Coordinator. Vernell has written Sunday School curriculum since 1977 and has represented the PCG on the Pentecostal Charismatic Curriculum Commission, where he now serves as chairman. This commission is comprised of representatives of five denominational publishing houses. He also has served as the National Discipleship Ministry Director for the PCG. Vernell and Pam have five children who have enjoyed traveling the USA with dad and mom while ministering in youth camps and rally tours. They always managed to include camping and fun activities in state and national parks during the summer. Pam was privileged to teach and nurture their children at home until they entered public school. She then began her career as a teacher in elementary education and taught for 20 years. God blessed their children with five godly spouses and they now enjoy 14 grandchildren. In 2021, Pam and Vernell became active in a new ministry, the Christian Ministry in the National Parks, and were privileged to serve in the Grand Teton National Park. They are scheduled to minister at the Mount Rainier National Park this summer. 
Would you show your appreciation by standing to honor Vernell and Pam Ingle as we celebrate their 50 years of ministry? Pastor and Sister Ingle, uh, on behalf of Christ Point Church and the Pentecostal Church of God, we'd like to congratulate you on 50 years of ministry. Could we give them a hand one more time, guys? Well, I just want to say what an honor and a privilege it is to be in here and uh, with Pastor Vernell and Pam and honoring them um, in this uh, service for the 50 years of ministry. And Pastor Josh probably didn't want me to say much on my own behalf, but uh, I've got the microphone. And uh, sometimes it's just easier to uh, ask for forgiveness than it is permission. And so uh, I just want to say, if you've ever spent five minutes in a room with um, Vernell and Pam Ingle, Pastor Vernell and Pam Ingle, uh, you'll quickly learn three things. One, and I'm going to echo Pastor Josh, uh, one is that their love for God is absolutely unmatched. And number two, they are head over heels in love with one another, and they love each other very, very much. And number three is that uh, when, you're, when you're with them, you're family. And so uh, I was, uh, when we were shaking hands this morning, I was shaking uh, hands with Sister Pam, and she said, you know what? You should just be sitting with my boys over here on this side of the uh, building. And I will say this, that Pastor Vernell and Sister Pam, you guys have always made me feel like family. Uh, I have had the, the privilege of sitting under um, your teaching uh, at Messenger College, Pastor Ingle, um, for several years, and also I've had opportunities to sit under his teaching at conferences and also here at Christ Point Church, and if any of you have ever had the opportunity, what a blessing it truly is. And I will say, uh, Pastor Ingle is one of the premier storytellers, uh, not only in the PCG, but I would, I would say, I would go as far to say in the world. Uh, he could tell you, a, he could be telling you a story about a popsicle stick and have you on the edge of your seat. Amen? And, uh, you know, when we were in Bible college uh, and we were sitting in class with you, Pastor Ingle, uh, when, when I would open up the Bible, uh, I remember thinking, you know, uh, as he's reading and teaching through the Bible, it's almost as if the Bible was just one huge pop-up book. Uh, he just made everything, uh, and everything that he said and everything that he taught just came alive. And it was almost as if you could close your eyes and be there on scene uh, um, of whatever he was teaching. And so I just appreciate and honor you both so very much. And also, uh, not only myself have I been impacted, inspired, and influenced by your ministry and your life, but also countless others. And um, I've got some letters here, uh, five letters from some people that also want to let uh, you know how much uh, you've meant to their lives. Uh, this one says, Vernell, of all the people I met in Joplin, it is you I think of the most. And with great fondness, you are a man of integrity, a man wholly invested in the welfare of the students you taught, and a man after God's own heart. You were a daily source of inspiration and strength to me, especially in the hard times. And may all your days be filled with joy and peace. God bless you, my brother. Love, Jerry and Karen Lovejoy. Bro Engel conducted our premarital counseling, which uh, has proved to be one of the best gifts ever to, given to Tanya and me. The topics touched on major areas of marital life and helped us communicating, uh, help us start communicating to build a common set of goals for our home. He always one of, was one of Tanya's favorite instructors at Messenger, and Brother Ingle's insight and sense of humor combined with character and Christianity to make him a role model. Our home is blessed because we know the Ingle family, and the mention of their names always brings smiles and good memories. Love, Steve and Tanya Archer. And Devin and Jaren and family, hey, you never know the influence of premarital counseling you might have. Thank you, Brother Ingle, for only giving me 99 points instead of 100. You really saved my hide. Love, Lisa Lemons. Brother Ingle, words cannot describe how much you've impacted our lives. You fuel our passion for theology, the word, and family to this day. 
You may not have realized the full extent of what your teaching meant to us years ago, but you deposited a richness of life and the word that will last throughout eternity. And as we teach and preach to others, your ministry will continue to live on. We have seen the passion for the word that you have imparted to us and others as we minister to them. And what a blessing to have you be a part of our lives. We love and adore Pam, and her kindness and love is contagious. She has been a tremendous inspiration to us also, and she is a blessing. The 16 years uh, that you have been at Messenger College has been the highlight of the school. Our movement has greatly been enhanced and will continue uh, to be blessed in many ways because of your love and service. Thank you for all that you've done and for being who you are. We love you. Love, Jim and Melissa Patillo. I remember a certain class where Brother Engel uh, allowed the Spirit of God to move. The class was the prison epistles. I love that memory of Brother Engel placed, uh, of Brother Engel placing his head and his hands on his desk. I felt those wonderful goosebumps, which caused me to know that God was in the class. And at once, a message in tongues and interpretation went forth. Then, uh, next, a prophecy given by our instructor. At no time has my respect for Brother Engel been higher. I was, not only, uh, I was not only hearing about the grace of God during the challenges of Paul's life, but also experiencing that grace and presence in the classroom. Thank you, Brother Engel, for not only being a friend and a living testimony to me to follow, uh, but, a, but a living testimony for me to follow. I feel like an athlete at the Olympic Games trying to clear a world record high jump. Brother Engel's life, set, life has set a high mark, yet gave each student something to press toward. Thank you for your example, ministry and teaching at Messenger, when a few would. Dalen Ann Twyler, class of 1995. Sister Hooley, would you like to say something? I didn't stand up a while ago because... It's kind of hard, but they know I love them. About 35 years ago, I had just, my husband was gone, and I was sitting in my living room in my chair crying, and for the, lick, for the first two or three years, all I did was cry. But I was just sitting there, and I was wondering what I was going to do. And I told the Lord that day, I said, God, I don't know what you want me to do, but if you'll tell me, and you know you have to speak plain to me, I said, but if you'll tell me, I'll do it. And it wasn't but about 30 minutes till the phone rang, and it was Vernell. And he talked to me about coming to Joplin to work at the Messenger College. And dumb me, after I'd prayed, I said, I don't know, I'll pray about it. <laughs> and, but anyway, that weekend, I talked to my children, and they said, well, Mama, why don't you go up there and let's just check it out. So we went to Joplin for the weekend, and uh, Brother Engel took us around and showed us everything about Messenger College and talked to And that day, I won a great friend. And for 35 years, he's been just that. We've come through a lot of things together, and I won't even go into all of that. But at Messenger College, it's something else. But uh, it was a great time, and I loved it dearly. And every, every Tuesday or Thursday, one I don't remember, but we'd have a meeting, and Brother Engel, of, of course, was over me, and we, I'd tell him all the happenings of the week that day, and then we'd discuss and rediscuss what we was going to do about this or that. And uh, I've often said, just because you went to a Christian college, that doesn't make you a Christian, because we had many problems, but, but God worked them all out. And a lot of those kids that we had are evangelists now. They're pastors of many churches. They're, some of them are even grandparents now. 
But God was good to us. And I just want you to know that that day, I've had some great friends, Pam and Vernell. Lord bless you. Pastor Engel, my students, my students was hellions. I don't know. <laughs> we had, I need to learn from you. So this is what we're going to do. I want you to pay attention to the video screens, and there's going to be there's going to be three videos of people that wanted to be here but couldn't be here. So they're they're sending their their uh, their message to you, brother and sister Engel. Congratulations on 50 years in full-time ministry. What an amazing accomplishment. We are very honored to have a moment just to say how blessed we have been by your ministry and your friendship through these many years. When I think of you two, I think of the healing balm of Gilead. I think of the oil of gladness, the strong anointing of the word that is that you have given through the years. I still remember one of your messages when I was 14 years old on the acts of prayer. So we just thank you for your ministry, your love, the fun, adventurous heart that you have. Your kindness and your friendship has always been just a gift to us in our life and an inspiration how we want to treat people. Thank you. Thank you for being very authentic and organic in your faith uh, every day of your life. And now we mark these 50 years in ministry. So we bless the both of you. Thank you so much again for letting us be part of that journey. We bless you today. Amen. Vernell and Pam, this is Keto speaking. Pardon, that's an inside joke, but one that signifies our unique relationship as friends and pastors in ministry. Uh, my sincerest congratulations for 50 years of ministry impact. Words cannot describe your kingdom impact down through the years. Even the word priceless seems to fall short when reflecting on the many lives you've touched for the kingdom of God and the Pentecostal Church of God. In many ways, the words servus servorum dei, a servant of the servants of God, tells the story of your lives. Godly people, godly leaders, and godly pastors. On a personal note, Kimberly and I can't express our appreciation enough for your prayers and counsel. From your pre-marriage counseling before we were ever married to the many years of speaking a word in season with the tongue of the learned, you've encouraged and inspired us. You have allowed us to pastor you and your family during seasons of our lives, and our lives have been enriched together. On behalf of Kimberly and I and the leadership of the Pentecostal Church of God, we extend our love and gratitude for 50 years of giving to the Lord. And we love and appreciate you more than you know. Amen. All righty. It's a privilege and honor to have uh, their family with us today. So Ryan, their son, is going to come and just speak for a few moments. Would you give it up for Ryan Engel? Well, I'm, I have the privilege. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of the words from them. I'm sneaking a book in here that they don't know. This does not exist outside of our family, so don't ask for it. But this is a little bit of the story from the very beginning. So, um, And it's based on a question, let's see, why did you choose what college to attend? And so for, words from my dad. Ever since I was a little guy, I knew I wanted to be a preacher. When I was 10 or 11, the Pentecostal Bible College Choir came to our church and sang and put on a service. Oddly enough, both of them mentioned the college choir being something that made them go to school there. So even then, I knew that's where I needed to go to college to prepare for the ministry. I just figured that a preacher needed to go to college and prepare like any other profession, right? So I never wavered in my desire to go to PBC. When I graduated from high school in June of 67, by September, I was moving into the men's dorm at PBC in Livermore, California. It's a little real here. <laughs> I had kind of an arrogant attitude. <laughs> As if I pretty well knew the Bible and the ins and outs of the ministry, 
I already had an exhorter's license and had a number of preaching engagements in my belt. And being a preacher's kid, I thought I knew more than I really did. So my first class was Introduction to the Bible. I was slack-jawed almost the whole time. (laughs) After class, I went back to my dorm room and repented of my foolish, arrogant attitude. (laughs) I wept. And I realized from my very first class that I didn't know what I thought I did. It was both a humbling and awesome experience. I have said for years that I cannot imagine my ministry without my four years at PBC. One of my professors next to my dad made the greatest impact on my life. Also, his own role model. So he demonstrated love and excitement for the word of God. So I think that's a powerful word to us and he taught us all very well that we don't really know what we think we know I think we all figured that out pretty quickly as we grew up but um, the next part is how do you want to be remembered and I'll be careful because I don't want this to turn into a wake or anything like that but um, this is words from my mom I hope that others will look at my life and remember the importance of family God blessed me with the love of my life for now and with children and grandchildren multiplied by a lot so that's added we have thoroughly enjoyed our family and have had so many wonderful times together i hope they will always remember the fun times we had and that those memories will continue throughout the generations to come and into my dad's words i first and foremost want to be remembered from my life of faith and serving and reflecting jesus christ in life and ministry my greatest hope is that my faith was real enough to transmit to all of my grandchildren I pray my ministry has made a difference in lives God has allowed me to touch. And I just wanted to share some of those words, and I can say that that's really happened, and I see my nieces and nephews and my daughters and and how much they love God, and and that has been transmitted for sure, 100%. Thank you, Ryan. Matt, would you give it up for Matt Engel, his other son, as he comes? I don't have a book, but I know we've talked all about your ministry and and gone through from all of the things. I remember the story of you saying your first ministry post was a youth pastor at your dad's church and your youth group consisted of your younger sister and younger brother. And uh, they got absolutely nothing done every service, (laughs) but all through the years, all of the ministry and all of the great things that you've done, you guys have done. Crystal and I were talking the other day. I don't think I've in my life ever seen you guys as excited as you are right now about the ministry that you're doing through the national parks and in talking with you guys about you know all of the things that that means and being able to be out just among non-christians and ministering and loving on people and how excited you guys are about that i think it's just amazing after 50 years of of doing everything imaginable <laughs> in ministry to do something like this it's exciting for us and yes we miss you guys last summer and we'll miss you guys this summer but i know god has called you to something amazing and something great at this point in your life and and as pastor josh said it's not over it's just a new leaf. It's a new beginning for you guys. And we're excited for what that means and, and the excitement that you have, how it, how it invades all of our lives. I remember uh, real quickly, uh, uh, I was, I don't know, 10 or 12 years old, and we were at Messenger College for something. I don't remember what it was. But one of the students came up to me and said, what's it like having Brother Ingle for a dad? And I thought, that's a stupid question. What's your dad like? I don't know. Like, I still get grounded. I still get swats unless I can make dad laugh, and then we don't get swats and all of those things. But the thing that I think I've learned from you the most and that I appreciate the most is all of those things, all of those ministry accomplishments, all the things that that you've done through the years, I knew came after me (laughs) and that your priority was your kids. And the five of us kids learned that from you. And as a minister myself, knowing that my four kids, that they are before ministry, and that you've always said, when I get to heaven, it's going to be great to see all of the people I've ministered to, and it's going to be great to see those who I've poured into. But I want to make sure that when I get to heaven, I'm standing there with my five kids. <laughs> and not just your five kids, we've all we're all going to be there with you. But your daughter-in-laws and your son-in-laws 
I know the video said 14 grandkids, but we claim Rob's kids too. So 16 grandkids. You're going to be surrounded by 26 of us. And who knows, maybe more. Not from us. (laughs) But your impact on your children has been so amazing. And when I look at the 20 of us that are here today, and you see people who are making amazing impacts on their community as principals, as business owners, through the foster care system, through ministry leaders, through writers and teachers. And I look at your grandkids, and I can't even imagine what they're going to do for God as missionaries, as pastors, as as so many different things. There's a phrase that's repeated all throughout Genesis. As you read through Genesis, it says, this is the account of the family of Adam. This is the account of the family of Seth. This is the account of the family of Noah and Shem and Terah and all of these men. And it goes through and it talks about their descendants and what God did in their descendants' life. When I look at the 20 of us that are here and and the six more (laughs) that are spread out, this is the account of your life. And your kids and your grandkids tell your story. And it's an amazing story. So thank you guys for modeling the importance of family before ministry. It's the greatest lesson I've learned. Thank you, man. That was good. Very good. Thank you. Okay, one last testimony, and then we'll go eat and pray over the Ingalls with Rob and Carmen. Just Rob? Okay. Carmen, I had you on the list right here. It'll, it'll just be me, but I'm, I'm the newest addition to the Ingle family. I'm Rob Kelsey. I'm, to Pam and Vernell, I'm the favorite son-in-law. The only, but the, the, the favorite. Uh, but it wasn't very long until I knew where their heart was when I met them, and their heart was family, and it was for ministry. And wasn't, it was, I just noticed that right off the, the bat. And the, the, when I think of 50 years, I think of reaping and sowing. And I think of all the stories and all the times that we've talked about the, your, just your prayers for your family and how your prayers have impacted me and my family. Even when I wasn't even in the picture yet, it impacted my family. I'm married, I'm married to that beautiful woman over there because of your guys' your guys's prayers. And, and I think that the 50 years, I, I can't imagine the treasures in heaven. You know, Matt just got talking about the treasures that are sitting in the row. Just, I think about the treasures in heaven as well. You know, I, I think of, I'm, Carmen and I, we own a couple businesses in Springfield. And we're business people. We, I think about compound interest, the eighth wonder of the world. I think about when you guys, when you guys, started your mystery in 1971 if you put a if you could have put a couple thousand dollars in the S&P 500 and back in 1971 it'd be worth three quarters of a million dollars you know it's but you think about the the compound interest that's in heaven waiting for you guys waiting for you guys he said I will prepare a place for you it is I, I just can't imagine what God has for you and the 50th year that is a year of jubilee and the years ahead of you guys are going to be, I, I, I just feel that are just going to be filled with just so much blessing in every area of your life because of that. Luke says, give and you will receive. Your gift will be given, returned to you in full, pressed down, shaken together, packed together, making more room for more and running over in your lap. And it's already running in your, you know, over in your lap with grandkids. But I just can't imagine the years ahead of you guys, the ministry that you guys still have left in your, in, 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 in your lives and what God has for you. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your ministry. And thank you for your family. We love you. Amen. So before we go home, I want to remind you of the importance of this day. If you're a guest today, maybe you don't know Pastor Engel and his beautiful wife, Pam, we want you to know that what we did today was honoring, it's honoring to God that we honor people, especially someone who has 
served and planted and pioneered for the last 50 years. And I think this should be an example to the future generation, to our children, that we do have role models and heroes in Christianity that can last 50 years. You don't have to give up. You don't have to serve the Lord a couple years and give up. The same Jesus that saved you is the same Jesus that lives in you for the journey. Amen? And so I am so blessed to have them a part of this church. Are you Christ Point? Are you blessed to have Brother and Sister Ingle with us? Amen. So I want both of you to stand, and I want my the financial team and, and their spouses and elders, pastoral staff, come forward. We're going to pray over them, and we're going to pray over them for the next journey. As you step forward in this ministry this summer, in the future summers, we just pray continued protection upon you, that the Holy Spirit will lead you, guide you, and direct you. And the leadership of this church is going to surround you in prayer as we pray for your next yeah. phase of ministry. Christ Point, would you stand across the building? Stretch your hands forth this way as we lay our hands upon Pastor Engel and Sister Engel today. Heavenly Father, I lay my hands upon Pastor Engel and Sister Engel today. We come around them as the leadership of this church. And Lord, we appreciate you for the gift that you've given us. And so, Lord, we, we can't express how much we appreciate you for sending this beautiful couple this way. And we're asking, Lord, that as we lay hands upon them, that you would protect them, that you would guide them and direct them in the next phase of ministry, and that you would strengthen them. I pray that you would open the right doors and that you would close the wrong doors in Jesus' name. That as they go through these open doors, Lord, it would be more glorious than they've ever experienced. And we thank you for this. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Do you all?